revitalized. It's Katie. <laughs> and Elizabeth. And it's Happy Rainbow Fun Time. It is. The crowd goes wild. Um, I don't really have like a ton of exciting things to talk about. You were just laughing about my life being a Korean drama now because I'm like got a lot of stuff going on that sounds I think it just sounds expensive is what it sounds like that's what I was trying to say without saying that you got it you picked yeah. up the context clues. I just have some expensive things happening in the foreseeable future and um, yeah. I don't we know if I necessarily you. have like all of the means to do it but it's fine I'm gonna figure it out I'll figure it out um yeah Going Please. a couple open houses after this. It'll be Thriving. Great. I love it. Thriving. Um, expensive things for me as well. But for zero doll hairs, my neighbor that I've been spending time with recently uh, texted me. He was on a handyman job. And this these people that were redecorating had this massive mirror, like almost as tall as elizabeth almost five six mirror <laughs> that looks like it belongs in a texas law office it's like medium tone wood has what looks like leather but it's probably not and some like brass studs it looks fucking awesome and i have a stud finder now and i'm gonna fucking put it up in my apartment i just hope that the walls I want to put it on has the studs arranged the way I want them to be, <laughs> um, which is exciting. But it means that now I need to start putting up some things in my apartment because it's really difficult to just have like a five foot mirror or like four foot mirror just like lean and dangerous and heavy. I almost didn't take it, but I can lift it. And I told my neighbor, William, I was like, if I can't lift it, I can't have it because that's how I like to live my life. As a single woman, like, what you mean? Ah. It's not that I won't pay to have things moved, but it's like, I just think it's a great rule of thumb. Why would I have something that could fucking fall over and kill me? So everything else can kill me. Like, I got to draw the line somewhere. Um, and he was like, fair enough, fair enough. Um, but I am just, it's not that I don't have a lot going on in my life. It's just all really tiny things. I'm just trying to be consistent eating good things for my body which is harder than you would think given the schedule I have it's just hard not to eat right before bed just because I feel like it's better for me to eat right before bed and like eat two to three times a day than just like not I just like don't like snake meal the one time I just like don't like eating once a day it just feels like so unnatural to me <laughs> like I heard I the term never heard oh my god before. <laughs> I'm on the internet too much I'm back in I'm sucked in snake meals once a day twice a day has a has one as well yeah it's just I spend too much time on the internet looking at food instead of like eating good food so easy to cook so easy to cook but I snake meal snake meal i know i know i know highlight ate 
every single one of the bananas that I bought. I bought five of them. I ate all five of them. Mm, did I get six? Maybe six. I ate all six of them before they got too ripe, which is important because I am not going to bake banana bread at this point in my life. And I know that about myself. <laughs> I have a banana in my freezer that needs to be taken care of. Um, I, I mean, like make it a smoothie. I have a blender now. My neighbor has lent me his blender for a little bit of time. And so I could blend frozen fruit. But until I get my blender, I'm not going down my smoothie route because it's really hard to blend fruit when you don't have a blender. It just ends up as hoarding in your freezer. <laughs> I don't understand some of your relationships where it's like, I just have my neighbor's blender. Like, what? Sorry. We were just talking about it. No, we were talking about soup and making soup. And I was like, I don't want an emulsion blender. I want like a pitcher blender because it's just more multi-purpose. I'm like, a food processor is fine. But like, ultimately, I want stuff I can do in big batches. And he was like, I'm literally not using this. To, like, borrow it. He wasn't like, have this. He was like, you can borrow it, end quote. He wants it back. There are people I've come across that are like, here's the thing I don't want at all. Take it. I just have that about me. I don't know. Helpless is what I think it is. And it makes me very frustrated. <laughs> but since I help people so much, I'm also just like, is this how I'm getting helped back? Okay. I'll take the things, I guess. I, like I have never spoken that out loud to anyone, but I think about it often because you've been around me being in really fucking weird situations with really fucking weird people because I put myself in it or I just got there somehow. <laughs> And have escaped relatively unscathed with things. I just, I need to text you the picture of this mirror right now. I was going to wait to post it on Instagram, but oh, it's like the, so big. I like the, like, I have to be able to pick it up to be able to take it mentality. And, like, mm -hmm. we have a mirror that we also got from the garbage. Um, I love. It's, I mean, it's a full length. It's not as tall as I am. But, yeah, it's probably, like, a five-foot mirror. And it's... it's lovely and it's for sure moving with us um good because it should. buying one of those would be very expensive the and ticket it gets the job done it does the ticket on the back of this mirror said 450 doll hairs no thank you no 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 that's so expensive that's so expensive that was yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i do want when we move is to just get like a little quirky with interior decorating yay i love it paint murals and shit and i don't know make things fun oh it's a circle oh my god mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i okay. sent the door for comparison like it's massive oh. yeah it is massive yeah it's like that's gonna be the piece on the wall <laughs> you're gonna have to find a stud to hang that I know, I know. I'm really hoping it's the one that's in the middle of the wall across from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll see. So I may not be able to keep it. Or I'll just lean it up against something. Or, or yeah, like ours is leaned up on the floor and I like it more than um if it was hanging. I might lean it on top of a like um not a coffee table. Like a TV stand without a TV. Like whatever mm -hmm. shelving unit that is, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Very nice, very nice. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I feel really um, interesting about having inherited this mirror. Makes me want to like decorate so you can see what this fucking law office mirror looks like. Just like I have my mom's old 
wing back armchairs. I have this big ass fucking mirror. And I'm just like, I don't know, these like dark rugs, like nice rugs, because my mom has so many extra rugs that she's like, please take them, but you can't, you have to give them back to me at some point, but they're yours for now, forever, for now. My mom's that way too. Well, my mom is like, <laughs> You can have this, but if you want to get rid of it, I want it back. And I that's, think that's probably what your yes. mom means, but she just didn't say it well. Never does. Um, yeah, totally what she means. And also she means the other part, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she might suddenly decide, like, you know what? I need the rug that's in Elizabeth's living room mm-hmm. immediately. What's funny is my mom has so <laughs> many rugs because she had a ton of rugs. And then she got a bunch of rugs from when her sister died from her, her sister and there is one rug that is so massive that it can only fit in one room in her entire house and it like just fits barely and i'm kind of like what the what was the purpose of this like where did this fit in your sister's condo like how big was it cuz this thing is the size of a living room you could, uh, she should just sell it. She should just sell it for three grand. She should just sell it to pay off part of her. There's a lot of things that I think that she could just sell. I mean, like the rug fits in that room, but like all the other ones in the garage, I'm kind of like, you should sell them. Sell them, mother. Um, But I get it. I mean, like listing it, finding a buyer, getting rid of it. Like it takes like time and effort, but. I hear you. I'm also like, you're retired. Um, that's the punchline i always get to i'm like what do you do with your day you are retired and you don't even cook for yourself much at all like what oh no it's fine this is not my business no you're right but if you thought that was funny then you should become a patron and every month you can tune in to claire lord that katie and i record before the podcast where we do often drag our mothers and just talk about other weird shit in our lives i think we've gotten away from dragging our mothers too much totally Um, we have better relationships with our mothers (laughs) that's what it is yeah Um, but we talk about the spicier stuff there you're right it just leaked over like the rugs the The rugs rugs were a part of my life like you couldn't do anything on the rug you couldn't lay on the rug you couldn't eat on the rug that's fine don't eat on the rug but like you just like don't breathe on the rug we just had so many things that were not for kids yes and there were kids yeah yeah and there's so many kids like three is a lot three whole kids it is Back then it was a lot, and I well, back then it was a little a lot, but now it's like that's a lot of kids. Yeah, well, and I mean, we had four, and three of them were boys, and boys play differently than girls, like notably, um, <laughs> there's a difference. Um, and actually, that's not really fair because I was the one that yeeted myself off the couch and broke my arm. But um, you had time... two boys that you were hanging out with. No, well, yes, but, like, I'm saying David probably didn't influence you as so much as, like, uh, freaking Nick and (laughs) Andy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and my mom still has the couch, and it still has the tear in it from when I did it when I was, like, in preschool. And she's like, you ripped my couch. And I was like, I honestly, it's been 20 years. Like, if you wanted to fix it, you would. Like, 
also i don't even remember so <laughs> okay and that was Katie's part for claire laura <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's my problem <laughs> it sounds like it's your problem <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mothers um, if you wanted this fixed you could have had a fix in the last 20 years i'm really confident um but here we are uh yeah. Mm-hmm. So life is not very spicy for us right now, which is okay. Sometimes it's good to not have spicy times. I think that's yeah. why we're digging into the past spice, and that's why it's popping I feel like out. I'm going like places very slowly, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like I have a lot going on, but all of it is like tedious. Like there's tediousness to get to the fun thing. I am a month out from my bike race. My bike is currently not doing great. Uh, and I've reached a point where I can't do anymore and needs any professional help. And oh. the bike store isn't open today or tomorrow that I want to go and like give it to. They're closed Monday and Sunday and Monday. And I'm like, I get that you have to have two days off, but this is very inconvenient because I happen to have Monday off. Because mm. um, it's President's Day? Yeah, I have President's Day off, but they're just always closed Sunday, Monday. Um, the restaurants never close. People are like, it's a holiday. And I'm like, how busy yeah. do I need to anticipate us being? The only time, like, uh, in San Diego, I've noticed, like, 4th of July will be, cl- like, a lot of restaurants will be closed or a lot of restaurants will close early. And you'll, like, walk up and you'll, there'll be a sign that's, like, the employees voted and we're not working on the 4th of July. I'm like, good for them. Like, that's nice. Um, mm-hmm. Also, where am I supposed to get my fucking beer? Uh- you think <laughs> that it would be busy. You would think that people would want to go out, but they don't. Yeah, they don't. They really don't. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just, we ended up, the, when we realized that we don't really go out on the 4th, we, like, haven't really tried since then, but, um, yeah, we just found a place that closed early and hung out there for, like, an hour or so and then left. Um yeah, so my bike, my bike is, uh, it's not as bad as I'm making it say, it sounds, but like, it needs to be professionally looked at and by some of the people that like know what they're doing and not just like Joe's bike shop down the street. And, uh, it, it could be like a week until I get it back, which is worrisome because I only mm. have like four weeks, but, um, you know, take a week to get it back it'll be good and then i can get a couple rides in on it before the ride and be fine be fine i'm telling myself it's be fine as my heart rate rises i was like didn't you just like go by yourself for a really long time and just like push the limits of your life on a bike ride like i think you're gonna be okay on this race yeah i think like physically i'm fine but if i don't have a functioning bicycle it will be difficult heard heard no i think your plan is a great one even if you lose a week to get it back even if you lose two weeks you still have two weeks and it's not like you can't do things in those two weeks and i know riding on your bike is different and i only know because i'm a big fan of windbreaker (laughs) the cycling comic that goes very into depth in cycling and all these nuances so i only know theoretically and fictionally but i hear you I know that you'll still be a fucking badass regardless because you're like such a lady superstar, such a lady sports star. 
really fine. I feel really. Con- I actually feel pretty good about the run. Just the bike that I'm a little. The bike, no, because I was talking about this with Max. I was like, I want to do well on the run, and I just want to finish the bike. That's like my thing. So Great. I'm kind of like, oh, when you put that perspective on it, like, it's not like I'm going here to race this hundred mile bike race and expect to place and like get all these accolades. I'm like, I'm just doing this for funsies. Like, do the do the run well, and then have a nice little 100 mile shakeout after your 50k <laughs> slay bestie <laughs> it's just so it's funny i don't think biking is ever going to be my thing i think maybe leisurely but i just learned so late and like balance i'm sure if i got better at balance i would probably like it more but i'm not currently very good at it on a bike so I can balance a lot of things, walking very quickly in a dining room, lots of breakable things, lots of heavy things, lots of things with moving liquids that you don't want to spill. Very good at that. Um, Lifting, also pretty good at that. Thinking about maybe going a like weightlifting route for an exercise situation. Not because I hate cardio. I just want to dance. No, but I like dancing as my cardio. I'm fine to run. You know I can sprint, but like it's just... It's not that the treadmill is hard. It's that leaving my house is hard. That's all. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, leaving my house is hard. That's the root cause. Everything else is a symptom. We're working on the root cause. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. COVID was crazy. Not to be that guy, but COVID was crazy. I just remember you would go through like phases of kind of wanting it to get into like lifting when we were in college and we yes. go yes. and normally it would be like right it would be like pre-season track for me so we would like go to the gym like once a week together or something mm-hmm. and that was real fun and then eventually we I think I mean I wasn't available to go so I don't know if I was the reason you went and various things like that but then it would like just re- the cycle would restart like the next year okay want to I'd be like, I want a six pack. I'm like, I'm not getting a six pack. I eat too much bread. Um, but. Yes. I think it was the beginning of the years. Whenever I reached out to you, it was always a really stressful time. And working yeah. out at the gym does relieve stress, factually. Mm-hmm. Um, so does other things, just not as well. So I'm trying to replace the not as well with the more well. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should like, <laughs> maybe I should bring <laughs> Trace and have dummy stuff that are weighted and they aren't barbells but they're like wine bottles but they're like weights that's actually that i'm gonna write that down i have a whole stack of cards to just write down thoughts that i don't want to forget on this podcast (laughs) interesting that would be a really funny skit or like server specific training we could have restaurants hire me out to train their servers yeah um okay functional lifting for restaurant workers which honestly probably would be something that folks need because if you don't know how to lift properly you could really mm -hmm, back of house in the kitchen not that they don't know how to but it's like i feel like some of them have learned because they fucked up their back it's just like the and plus they're on their feet all the time oh my god maybe i become a Personal trainer for service industry workers. Rehabilitative trainer. Oh, my God. 
I just like crazy things that all these young people deal with. This one girl, didn't you have your piriformis got rubbed out a lot? It would get really tight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Canonically. Yeah, that was my knee problem, was technically my piriformis. Knee. Okay. Yeah. I have a coworker who has sciatic nerve situations, but she mm-hmm. also gets that area rubbed out sometimes and I didn't know they're connected or not okay you had something different I thought they were the same it's interesting my because like your piriformis connects connects to like your hamstring and to like the various things around your knee like everything is connected all the Mm -hmm. way through but your piriformis if it tightens up it can tighten up your hamstring which can pull on different things around your knees Mm. so um I mine appeared as knee pain and so everyone was trying to fix the knee but then when you zoomed out and you went oh shit like her piriformis is really really tight because was the booty one and my hamstrings were tight but I was really flexible so you couldn't (laughs) like tell like the hamstrings were in it and then you kept going up you were like oh your piriformis is really, really tight. And then you could realize that, like, once you did that, you saw the hamstrings release and the knee perform better. So, like, my... In another life, I would do it. My lower back problems are actually just tight hamstrings. <sighs> um, my calf problem is just the calf problem. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah. In another life, it definitely is one of those, like, skills that's, like, helpful to have just from like a personal existence standpoint of like oh this thing's bothering totally. me like, i'm gonna do that totally weird thing we did in the training room and even yeah. as like half in half out lay person like i still have so much more knowledge than the average person about like how to take care of my body and like treat or like not even treat but like mint mm, treat help like lessen symptoms for like just sometimes general sickness because I feel like the training room also did that low-key but like when I have a old whatever or a strained whatever because of serving 450 people really heavy ceramic plates of food with like my arms out holding them like (laughs) and lifting them and moving them around kids that are running around the restaurant not spilling anything I wish you could see me work a shift. Maybe. We'll go see you work a shift if you really want. No, it's just like I wish I could be recorded doing it because like I just move really fast doing it like well and I don't run into people often but like every once in a while. But it's okay because usually I'm the one that suffers. Like I got spilled. I spilled shit on myself twice on Friday. Once was because my manager and I ran into each other and I saved all of the drinks except the Diet Coke can, which is fine because it's not breakable, but everything else did not break on the tray. And, and I soaked my sleeve in simple syrup. It was so gross. My coworker gave me a shirt to change into and then I ruined her shirt, spilled Ponzu all over the armpit. I smelled a little stinky, but it's okay. Changed, so I changed my shirts. No one asked me about it. You know what I mean? It's not that I got to the table and I was like, are my guests going to know if I change shirts? I mean, no if, way. if a server walked up and they changed shirts, they would have been like, oh, 
they got spilt on. Got it. Like, I don't know. I just kind of assumed that you guys kind of brought multiple shirts to work because shit spills on you. I mean, shit spills on you, but no. Smart, but no. If I had a car, yes. I just carry so many things all the way to work anyway. (laughs) All right. I think it's time. I'm excited. I'm excited for my comic, for your comic. I'm... You seem really nervous about my, like, yeah. my comic. Yeah. I read the second episode during the intro so that I could like have a little bit more context for this kind of con- concerning theme, and it, it's gotten a little better. So. Okay. I mean, I believe you. We've come across some really weird ones that turn out to be bangers. I just like... Yeah, we'll head to Webcomic Corner and elaborate further. Comic Corner, Webcomic Corner, the part where we talk about comics. We're back with Webcomic Corner. <laughs> We're here to elaborate further. We're here to elaborate for- further. So we'll start with mine. Um, the concerning comic that Elizabeth is, quote, uh, it's a no from me, dog, dot, 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 in parentheses we're hesitant and then my quote is i'm cautiously optimistic (laughs) um so the comic in question is called uh the devil's kiss and we personally have issues with the like devil as a love interest thing not for like religious reasons really in my side but more so of like when i think devil i think like has existed in the ether for hundreds of thousands of years and so i have the same feeling about devils as i do about like vampires where i'm like bitch you're too old Mm. whoever your person is (laughs) like Mm -hmm. even if you're 30 you're too old because you're 500 you know um i a hundred percent agree with you i a hundred percent agree with you i love that perspective I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, so I think it, we're on the same page about like why we're concerned about a devil love interest. Okay. Yeah, it's not religious for me in the sense that I'm just like, oh, I won't pursue the devil. But just like, I don't know, it is just that devil means bad in Western culture, right? But in other cultures, oftentimes devil just kind of means like, ghoul or demon or like like just general demon general devil versus like the devil mm-hmm. seems like an underworld employee the other thing that i think of though is like we've talked about lore olympus in the past and hades and persephone and technically hades has existed for like hundreds of years and persephone is only like 20 years old so like that's a weird one to ship but at the end of the day they are still both two immortal beings that <laughs> different rules different up. rules yeah so no i hear you apply. um but uh, but also they are having a very healthy relationship which i think is something are. we should italicize bold and underline mm-hmm. with that mythical age gap <laughs> like i think that's why it has so many viewers is because it's just doing the lord's work in terms of like serial 
sensual romance with great character development. Yeah. So this comic, we don't really know what's going to happen, but it's called <sighs> The Devil's Kiss. It's by Park Ne Young and Kwok Dabin. And um, it is going to be a daily pass one. So technically this is already finished and you can watch it. You can read it daily. Um, has quite a few viewers and subscribers. It's an 8.4 rating. Um, on the brink of death, Yunji is approached by a handsome devil named Joshua, who promises her a second shot at life with a kiss to seal the deal. When Yunji wakes up to her second life, nothing seems different until Dojin, the human manifestation of Joshua, shows up at her school and starts following her, following her everywhere she goes, turning heads and causing drama. Their honeymoon period is cut short when yet another devil, Sora, comes to ruin their fun. Can Joshua save his first love from the forces of Earth and Hell? Okay. So, <laughs> when you read the first episode, mm -hmm. she's just moved schools. Her two best friends from her previous school, like, she's not interacting with them as much anymore. Because Happens. they've started dating. And she's having a hard time making friends wow. at the new school, but she's like lying to them and being like, oh, everything's fine. Like, don't worry oh. about me. So I get the feeling that she's really sweet. Mm -hmm. And um, in all of this awfulness, she gets hit by a car and dies. Jesus. Okay. And um, she's kind of like, it's whatever. Like, cool. This oh. is how my life is. Fine. And then she's, <sighs> then her like ghost is in the mortuary and her parents are like sobbing over her and she realizes that like she is loved she had this like she had a life ahead of her and she just lost it and she's just like i want i want to live and joshua shows up and is like hey oh. <laughs> yeah uh, you want to live give me a little smoochy smooch and we can live and at the end of the first episode she's like leaning in for it and you're like eh. You didn't look for the contract. <laughs> and then the second episode is her being like, wait, 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 wait. Like, what's the contract? Like, Amazing. what am I, what oh am I getting myself into? What are you going to do to me? Etc. Is and... this like, because she gives the vibe of like, has read a lot of romance web comics and knows there's a contract or like, no. because it's a devil there's a contract yeah no it's like, she literally she's like there's a devil there's obviously a contract like Got what's it. what's the vibe mm -hmm. um and the contract is essentially um for one year like joshua's human form and yunji are gonna have to are gonna date exclusively which i'm like what does that mean <laughs> and i'm like a whole year yeah and then after a year um and during that year she's gonna help him gather like scattered souls so essentially the idea is like when you die you have your soul has a shadow and okay. they scatter when you die and so he for some reason needs to gather these scattered soul shadows she's gonna help him with it okay. and after a year he goes away she can live out her life and when she dies he gets her soul shadow mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't get her soul he gets the shadow mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. they seal the deal with a kiss Ugh. and All her right. whole thing is like never kissed anybody I've never dated uh, anybody like, I, I hate that shit this isn't, okay. 
this isn't cool and he's just kind of and he's standing there and you start seeing him be like oh she's just as she's always been so you realize that joshua knows her somehow she's always been okay i'm placing my bet right now it's not everything on the table but it's a fat bet my bet is that they have known each other from a past life and we're lovers and here we are in a different story and that's where i'm putting that i think it could be a past life thing i Mm -hmm. think because that's that's a popular one i think it could also be like a um time is relative and circular thing where like they in like a different timeline or in some other form or fashion like they've known each other and he died and ended up becoming a devil and has got it existed in the ether for like hundreds of years but she's only been alive for 15 you know like Mm -hmm. she's somebody that she knew he's somebody that she knew from her like younger childhood Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't okay. remember him. So those are my those are my things. Um, so he's less creepy than our original concerns of like the fuck is mm. going on with this devil. Um, and the second episode ends with her waking up in the hospital. Her friends are there. Her parents are there. And then the human manifestation of Joshua walks in and is just like, I was so worried about you. And everyone's <laughs> like, who the fuck is this? And, well, she's like, who the fuck is this? Fair and enough. that's where it ends. Um, so that's as far as I've gotten. There's wow. Like, 50 episodes. It's a completed oh. series, 50 episodes. Okay. So my thought is, it's going to be a real quick read. I'll be able to check in with all of you later um, <laughs> about what's going on here. Um, but I don't know. The art is really cute. Um, mm-hmm. I like, like the style. I like the way the main character, she just seems really sweet. And I love a sweet main character. Like, you sure do, Katie. I you do. really like the quiet, sweet ones I who like are just like beep bopping along. It's true. Um, the uh, You May Also Like includes Eternal Nocturnal, which is by Instant Miso, who did Siren, Siren's Lament. Yes. Um, which we really enjoyed. And then. Um, it also includes not your typical reincarnation story, which I talked about you sure did. last year by Lemon Frog. And that one I've been really enjoying. I haven't read Eternal Nocturnal, but I'm kind of like, okay, normally the You May Also Likes are pretty spot on for me. So mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a little bit of like, it's going to be romance with some like fantasy mystery stuff going on. Um so that's my comic that I'm cautiously optimistic about. Remind me how you find your uh, recommended. Is it on the app? Um, when you go into the description of the uh, comic, it mm-hmm. shows up at the bottom. It's showing up in the app. I don't remember what it looks like in the like web version. Oh, okay. This one doesn't have any recommended um, built in like that. But... Don't. Oh, fair enough, because there's not enough information. <laughs> fair enough. Um, my comic this week is a Canvas comic. As Katie and I mentioned, it is a sci-fi action comic, which I haven't had both a sci-fi and an action comic together in a while. Pretty excited about it. It's by the underscore Bonkowski. Um, it has somewhat irregular posting, meaning like this comic started in August 2022, 
it's still going on. There's been a couple like two to three month hiatuses throughout the two years, mostly around like summer, like a holiday situation. Um, but there is currently 40 episodes for you to binge as it is Canvas and not Daily Pass. So while you're waiting for Katie's comic to update, um, you can check out this one. In the city of Babylon, towers of luxury are built upon the old and neglected foundation filled with slums. A lethal value credit system coupled with mass surveillance and heavy propaganda maintains control and burdens those below most of all. Micah, a street orphan with a newly formed art collective, challenges the system through political street art. Doing so puts their lives in jeopardy when the city's lead propagandist takes notice. I will tell you right now, the first 40 episodes, maybe like 35 episodes, covers everything in this summary. So as the comic stands right now, we have just gotten up to date with the main characters' lives in jeopardy, and the city's lead propagandist has taken notice. Um, this comic is very interestingly drawn it is giving me a lot more um sketchiness like not necessarily graffiti style but just like a bit more angular like you're using a pen with like a slanted tip so you're getting sometimes thicker lines and sometimes they're thinner and it's not necessarily important to the figure it just looks like it's hand-drawn I like that a lot the palette is pretty subdued um there's not a lot of colors that jump out at you when you're reading through the characters and their reality once this art collective starts making their art I want to be vague about this once the art collective starts making um, the graffiti, I'll, I guess it's in the title, um, those colors are really, really saturated and pop in the comic itself. So I think that's a really nice juxtaposition. Um, there's a lot going on in this comic. It is, it's really sad, y'all. There's a lot of death. Um, it's a comic with real consequences, like characters experiencing real consequences and during times of like, government takeover essentially um there is hope in this character micah who is a kid from the slums who ended up getting a scholarship and able to like be in the upper tier but he left the school he did not enjoy his time there um, we don't know too too much about it right now but we do know that micah's father was maybe involved in an underground movement like resistance movement with um, a leader that everyone really looked up to. Um, in terms of the characters, they're like the group of characters in this collective. There are a lot of different personalities and stories, like come up stories from these people and how they got to be a part of this collective. Like all of them are pretty tragic because they're living in the lower slums. Um, but they're all trying to bring hope to their community and like spread the message that this, you know, government corporation is 
feeding you propaganda. It just seems like a small drop in a very large bucket. Um, and the comic kind of talks about the characters' feelings surrounding that situation where they feel like what they're doing is not meaningful or helpful or anything like that. So that's really cool. Um, I think the themes in this comic are going to be what keep me around because they're just exploring a lot of like stuff that's, I don't think too heavy handed for what's going on today, but like very aligned with the zeitgeist of today um, and the world around it. Um, once when I took down some initial notes for this comic, I said ruthless fighting for your life every moment kind of dystopian situation like you have a knife on you every corner of your turn. Someone could be jumping you for the last, you know, scrap of bread that you have. Um, you can't escape technology here. There is that lethal value credit system that the summary mentioned. Um, your worth as a person is directly related to how many value credits you have on your person. So if you're caught on the street, honestly, just randomly by the police force, but like, especially if you're like making some kind of trouble, trying to get some food, stealing or whatever, and you have no value credits, they will literally just kill you on the spot because you have no value to the system. And they're like very entrenched in that system of um, credit and number and value. And it's wild and it's so... I think what blows my mind about it is that it's just so ca it's so so casually woven into um multiple interactions in the world that's being built that it's just so upsetting how widespread it is. I think the world building's amazing so far. Um, everything's pretty easy to follow and keep track of, which is nice. Um, in terms of the technology, there is um, some themes of technology being used as a sedative, as like a means of control, like a drug, which is a theme I've seen a lot in um, sci-fi comics coming out on Webtoon specifically. And we haven't seen a ton of technology used as a drug, but you do hop up, you do come upon a den of people siphoning Wi-Fi. They're lower level people siphoning Wi-Fi from some like mid-tier place. Um, and then their den gets raided. So they have to like take their computers and like leave because um, they just want to be on online all the time. And it's maybe like two panels, but it's very poignant I don't know just really struck me um and then one thing I like about this comic that I don't find often is that it seems more like a cinematic comic in that there are so many images and not as much dialogue which is really nice um just consuming the comic and so there's space for the art to breathe there's space for like the fucking dire ass situation <laughs> that this comic has created um and also the character faces are super expressive so um i'm really impressed by the complicated simple nature of the drawings they seem like they give like childish childish sketchy vibe but they're like really detailed in terms of like 
blasts from guns from the military like have that they don't look fake they look like they have a trajectory and they're designed intentionally off of something and it's like i don't know it feels like a comic i'm very excited to see where it continues to go i hope that the author remains like fairly consistent posting because like i'm about it i assumed you were reading the first episode or perusing it while i prattled on what say you I was, I was. One thing that I really like from the get-go is, you know, the title is Babylon Graffiti, and the even just the title slide of Babylon being written in kind of like stereotypical sci-fi computer text, and then graffiti in graffiti style I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's inspiration from Cowboy Bebop. Mm, um, for the scenery in the buildings? The scenery for the buildings and who I'm assuming is the main character. Mm-hmm. Those the both of those things, um, like when I first saw the main character look up, I was like, oh, like that his hair, hair. and yeah. the profile. I was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I bet there's I I would be curious if there's some inspiration from Cowboy Bebop That's of this like funny. dystopian futuristic society and. Um, the other thing that I thought was really interesting was that um, it's not just these like troopers going through and taking your credits, but like if you get caught on camera doing something, they'll be mm-hmm. like, mm, "You lost credits," and it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, "Fuck, I was just mm-hmm. stealing from a garbage can or whatever," and you were like, "Yes, you caught me uh, from a garbage can." Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think it's gonna be really interesting. I yeah, I read a couple of the episodes because they're like you said, they're very visual, and I want to go back through and like really look at the art, but um, very visual. And I like that in terms of storytelling. I think we lose yeah. that a lot of times yeah. in in comics. Is like how much can you how much could you tell without using any words? And they told they have told so much with like there's entire episodes without any words in it. And you're like I know mm-hmm. exactly what's happening. Yeah. I wonder if webtoon artists have opinions about the like single panel scroll format versus like comic book like left to right turn format i don't know um in terms of like cinematic storytelling because obviously the artists have to format the comics for webtoons reading style um and i still think the comic is cinematic but i would love to see this in a book format where like they're jumping from building to building and like yeah i just so good sometimes going like seeing things horizontally sometimes i need to read comic books that go horizontal because i get so tired of the vertical scroll on fucking webtoons yeah t yeah <laughs> i have a real i have um i was given um the first volume of attack on titan and cute so it's it's right to left so oh. in a while i catch myself like reading ahead and having to like bump back the page yeah. and like remember how to do it um because it's been a while since i've read like Japanese manga yeah so dude it's like, oh right I have to like read it backwards and I remember like picking up the book and Max was like it's backwards and I was like no this is this they just it's that's the that's funny weeb entering your true weeb era it's been a minute I've like mm. I haven't yeah I've I haven't uh weaved recently too hard um mm-hmm. so it's back. Yeah, I think this, I totally get what you're saying when in terms of this could be a book that, w- this is a comic that would translate to book form pretty nicely. And I think, uh, you know, Laura Olympus has their printed versions. I love that we're just like, keep talking about Laura Olympus, but. Um, <laughs> plug, 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 plug. Yeah, but 
the books are interesting because it's almost like a blown up version of the scroll yes you can see really it doesn't really change you're just reading it on like a book format rather than a scroll format i don't think it changes Mm. it a ton lore lumpus specifically yeah i'd be intrigued to know if there are comics that they would reformat differently for a book I think for my birthday, I'm probably going to buy myself all the volumes of, um, oh my god, Jess Heron is the um, creator of the comic. Heron? Jess? No? Right? Originals? Midnight? Midnight Furies! There we go. It took me a second. It doesn't post, it posts like, um, not super often. Maybe like once, twice a month, once or twice a month. Um, But I love it a lot. It's a basketball comic. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, I don't know for certain if she reformats stuff, but regardless, it's amazing action comic. Um, Yeah, I don't think I could go, I don't think I could ever get hooked on superhero shit unless it was like a weird off, off brand niche superhero. But I do love action comics, especially like I think that's why I tend towards sports comics so much is because I get my fix for action and like the weird lines that the authors draw. I went to her website to just kind of confirm what I'm what you're talking about. And it's so funny at the bottom of the page is like not safe for work sold separately. And she has a separate website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like spicy stuff, which I think yeah. is funny. Um, so there's a. 18 plus volume one in addition to regular volume one like okay i don't know what that means me either but i'm gonna find out happy birthday to me (laughs) (laughs) i love this Uh, katie (laughs) oh that is actually something so as we've been talking about this is something that i'm doing research on right now for the team um is thank you webtoon has historically been like pretty conservative in terms of their themes and I've noticed that we've talked about this is like the comics keep getting kind of get a little bit spicier than they used to be. And, you know, some people have left Webtoon because of their content restrictions and various things like that. And just like the policies not being um, enforced like the same way for various creators. And I don't remember how it came up as a suggested for me. But I was suggested this comic that's, like, in the title, it's, like, this is an 18-plus comic, and we'll cover, like, explicit things. And it's a canvas, and I'm kind of like, okay, like, how how explicit is Webtoon going to allow you to get? And so I haven't, I've been, like, I've been reading it, trying to figure out, like, okay, when do we get to spicy? And what are we counting as spicy? And I've read quite a few so f- quite a few episodes so far, and like haven't seen anything that would like require you to put in your thumbnail in big red letters eighteen plus. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it's just clickbait. It might just keep clickbait. us informed. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know because I'm just curious. Not that I'm like trying to go read smut, but I'm kind of sure. curious what the limit is for webtoon and what they're allowing what they're not because you have artists like 
um, Jess Heron, who has a separate website for her spicy stuff that she's selling herself. Mm-hmm. Like, what does what is Webtoon now deciding is okay and not okay to put on their platform? Especially between original comics versus canvas creations um, versus Daily Pass. Like, I am finishing up Daytime Star. I'm maybe like two or three episodes away. And there was one scene between them where things, they were heating up, basically just like having some foreplay before they were going to fuck like crazy. <laughs> like, cause they just got engaged. So they're really up each other's yeah. tails. Um, so I'm curious. This is something that maybe this is a long-term project you and I do some big brain weird shit that makes us viral on the internet. I'm curious to know whether the scenes were allowed because they were clothed and were heterosexual, not to be that guy, but heterosexual and also engaged. I'd have to go read the episode again to see if they were married at that point. Cause if they were married, they were. that would be complete. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, there's multiple scenes in that comic. And mm-hmm. I, when I first read it, I was really surprised. They're like, kissing. It, Just they're kissing. I was surprise. like, Oh my God, are we back to old webtoon? <laughs> um, yeah. It took me by surprise for sure. Cause they, cause yeah, that particular, I think there's two scenes in that show in that comic where the things get kind of spicy and like spicy for webtoon like mm-hmm. like pg by you know hbo standards but spicy for webtoon standards and yeah that's a really good point i'm trying to think back on i think you ha- you might have hit it on the head is cuz i've seen more and more spice and it is always a heterosexual couple and it's always them clothed but doing things that like would be spicy spicy yeah it's just a thin layer of clothes it's still spicy yeah yeah so um i noticed i picked yeah. up on it i was like oh yeah so i'm just gonna i that's that's something that i'm trying to i'm going down that i'm going down this rabbit hole of just kind of like okay what's your limit webtoon i've got questions i've got mm-hmm. questions um because it's one of those things because I don't think that they've sh- necessarily shown anything that's like bad or wrong or that like necessarily needs to be censored out. But totally. um, they have positioned themselves historically as this like a little bit more conservatively focused. Just less sex positive. Yeah, I just felt like positive. I um, felt like Daytime Star was was pretty sex positive in the yeah. sense that like uh main a- the main character Yura was I mean there were times where Sung Sung Hyun I was just like no means no but like there's always that wiggle room that appears in those romance comics. But I do think that Euro wasn't like she really took everything on her own terms, which I loved. And it made the moments more gratifying when they did finally connect and do the, like hit the typical milestones of a couple. I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Another comic that I think has like more sexual undertones to it, but I don't think is necessarily like doing a good job with like what consent looks like 
is um, Secretary's Escape. That's another one where it's like they have included quite a bit of the like we're fully clothed, but we're doing things themes. And but then they're not good. It's like no is not always meaning no, and that's problematic. And that's like the entire comment section is like mm, there are some serious problems with consent here and power dynamics. And yeah. So you know when you look at the comics illustration style and you can just tell that they're not gonna Yeah know those things. Yeah. As soon as I this is all I saw, mm-hmm. just the two mm-hmm. characters, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh okay, this makes sense. And I haven't even read it. And call it prejudice for sure, but I also think that when you're drawing in an older style mm. or or older style inspired of manga manhwa wherever this originated from maybe there's a higher chance that you're just also gonna like have the same themes of old manhwa and manga which includes not treating women well interesting okay yeah i didn't know you read secretary's escape that's my current project yeah i think i suggested it a while ago and like i don't know if i'd suggest it now as far as i'm in i mean maybe on a lesson of like what poor consent looks like um <laughs> use it as a gray's anatomy for yeah. places to teach them yeah but um yeah that's my current like side project is like reading things to just kind of figure out like what's allowed <laughs> yeah what are we cool with webtoon i don't know um so. yeah definitely yeah i feel like overall like there is added like the spiciness is getting spicy over here at webtoon and i wonder if it's in timeline with when they acquired the um wattpad yeah when they when they acquired wattpad if there's like a timeline of like oh wattpad tends to be like a little bit more like food um us on your vacation to see me with a whiteboard and string the timeline <laughs> of the situation when they acquired this company that is what i flashed to when you said that i was like oh shit this is are we gonna try to are we unraveling a corporation together on this vacation is this turning into girl with a dragon tattoo except there's way less violence hopefully and like we're exposing states, people yeah um but yeah i just it's like a personal thing of mine where i'm just kind of like what's going on also i've got a beef it's cool though keep coming late and i keep accidentally clicking their pop-ups i'm really frustrated about it um what do you mean your pop-ups coming late because i get pop-ups on the bottom the bright green ones that are like tempting me to do something else and i'm like stop it i don't need direction i know how to use your app i'll open the app and then like go to click on like oh i want to read my series and like a pop-up for a suggestion will come up and then they'll live in my like continue reading. And oh, like, I didn't read it. Yes, <laughs> yes. I have to go through and manually delete them from my recents. I hate oh. that. Thank you for mentioning that because that's something. Like there was this one comic that I got into, and then it just wasn't going anywhere, and I stopped. And I was like, please stop showing me this as the only thing that I can read right now. I don't want to fall back in. Yeah. Well, and I missed because of things like that. I missed like a relaunch of a comic, and I had to like I like had to go dig for something because I missed yes. a relaunch. And I was like, "Look here, bitches! My subscribed list is the top. Put it at the top. Is immaculately curated. Could you 
back the hell off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I need you to leave me alone. Um, the maybe... relaunch being Love Me Not? No, I don't think I read that one. Oh, that's the one with the red string that ties them together. Mm, I never read that. That's okay. I'll let you know once it finishes up how it is. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, oh. our, that's our show. Um, I was like, we could go on forever, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's our show. Um, Find us. Rate us. Review us. Yes. Uh, comment on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us at HRF Time on Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon. Um, I haven't posted on Instagram in a minute, but every once in a while I post silly shit there, but yeah. Until next time. Bye. Bye.